following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, Welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap for April of 2022. We are live and we are public on the YouTube channel, so I hope you'll be able to swing by and chat. The main reason that we are live and public is uh, normally I do the Beyond a Doubt episode of the month as a public broadcast, but... I'm not 100% sure who that's going to be, and it needs to be done sometime in the next six days, so I figure I'll just do this one live, just for the giggles, and that way you'll at least get something, and it'll be great. Uh, joining me to as the Thomas to my doubting is co-producer Cliff, Clifton Thomas. How are you doing this evening? Hmm. You know, I think I'm doing pretty well. All right. I, I'm fe- feeling good. Excellent. Yeah. Feeling fine, feeling fit. Love it. Love it. Well, maybe. The other day, um, this is exciting news. I went to uh, Great America with my daughter. That's not the exciting news. I do that every week these days. All the time. Um, all the damn time. So, no, the other day I went to... Oh, I was trying... What do you mean, what do you mean there's no card in the what? What do you? Oh, is it... No what? Weird. Okay, anyway. Sorry, I was just getting the backup going. Uh, no, so the other day I was uh, I was at Great America with my daughter, and uh, they've got this ride called the X Flight. Hmm. And um, X Flight is a really cool roller coaster where they have side mounted cars. So there's a rail in the middle, and hmm. then there's a car here and a car here. And then this thing just, it's called X-Flight, so that should give you an idea as to, like, what kind of experience you're in for. But you are flying, like, in these chairs, and it's really, it's, it's with your very legs top down, gun. Like, very... It, you, with your legs hanging down, and it's very top gun. And they've got this one part where, like, you're going towards a building, and before you get to the building, it turns you to the side, and you fly sideways through the building. Oh, that's And then cool. it keeps going, and you fly upside down underneath, a, underneath like, a bar. It's really neat, under, like, like this huge frame. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sold. I want to go. Where I'm going with this? Oh, you should. It's it's so much fun, and it's actually not that expensive. Like it used to be really expensive to get to Great America. These days, it's like forty bucks for the day. Yeah, and not bad you at know, all. if you go with me and my daughter, trust me, you will get up early. You will get there early, and you will have plenty of time to go on rides before the park gets full. Anyway, <laughs> so X Flight has row four of X Flight is the fat guy row. Um, and they actually had no seriously they have a sign up that says row four has been modified to accommodate passengers that might otherwise not be able to be accommodated it is straight up it's like the, fat the airplane guy row. row on a real, on a real airplane <laughs> it, is, it is straight up a fat guy row so i always have to go on the fat guy row because spoiler alert i'm a fat guy um, but this, and so this Saturday, um, normally when I go on the X flight, I can get it real close. Like you pull down the harness and there's like a little seatbelt thing that you have to click in and I can get it real close to clicking in the seatbelt, but I always need that one final push from the attendant <laughs> and like, you know, he'll walk over, give it a push, click it. And the fat man rides again. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> this Saturday, I was able to click my own seatbelt. Ooh. It was so exciting. Like, the rest of the park was like, whatever. But I was able to click my own seatbelt. That was exciting to me. A sign anyway, of things to come. I don't even know why I brought that up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, I, that was Because I was fun. feeling fit and fine. Oh, right, right. Fit and fine. Right. So, and of course, I asked you how you were doing and then made it all about me because that's how we do on the Benefit that's right. of the Doubt podcast. I'm, I'm all about some self-deprecating humor, so you just have at it, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, here we are, 10 days into May, just getting around to talking about April. It's been weird. <laughs> um, last week, I podcasted like three nights in a row. It was really, really weird. My family did not like it, but um, the first one was on the All About Android podcast, which was a blast. I think it was, I honestly think, like objectively speaking, it was my best appearance on All About Android. So, um, like, I it actually kind of oh, it definitely ahead. sounded like you guys were having a good time for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I just I felt like I was really contributing to the conversation. Like, you know, sometimes, and this is any podcast you go on, and sometimes you're the host has to like work you into the conversation right like you know you're you know the the two people especially on a three-person podcast the two people just be back and forth and back and forth and you know it's up to the host to say well what do you think about that adam and then you know you get to actually contribute but in this in this particular case i think we had a really good um you know three-way conversation which was uh which is really great and 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 i'm not saying that you know i'm not saying that to say like the other appearances on All About Android were not good times. It's always a great time, but it's just like this time I felt like it was. I really had a lot to contribute. So as opposed to the other times when I felt like you know it's like oh we have a guest here we should let him talk, <laughs> you know. It is. Um, it is always walking a tightrope when you're especially. Yeah. I mean, you've been on the podcast before, but I I don't think you've been on with Win before, have you? No, no, she's uh, she's new to the podcast, mm-hmm. so um, it and, was. And so uh, you're kind of you're kind of feeling out the rhythm. And you don't really mm-hmm. have that cadence. And, and so, yeah, like I said, it's kind of like walking a, a tightrope and it could go one way or it could go the other. And, and, yeah, it really is just finding those, like, inopportune times where you're not forcing yourself in, but also feeling like you're part of the conversation. So, yeah, and I yeah. definitely want to get Wynn onto this show, too, because uh, she's awesome. And, you know, I love talking to developers just because they are a whole different kind of nerd than I am. Uh, you know, you know, they're the ones that, you know, can code and she works on Trello, which I mean, I know you and I are both familiar with Trello, so that's pretty, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind, uh, digging into that quite a bit. Like, yeah, uh, definitely. Although I would not consider myself a, I I think, you know, I'm, I'm a Trello user, but there are, there's a difference between me and then like, I'm just on like a free account. I mean, there are Trello yeah, power users oh, yeah. that integrate it into everything and really, you know, take advantage of what mm-hmm. it's capable of. And I'm just kind of like, I'm in like the kiddie pool, kicking my kicking my legs and <laughs> putting my I my can move the card over to here. <laughs> wee wee. Yeah, totally. And you know, uh, in inside baseball, uh, benefit of a doubt, tried using Trello for a few months there, and it just I think Asana just turned out to be the better platform it was a better for like fit. what I wanted to do with it. Yeah, it's just for what I wanted to do with it. And if I wanted to pay for a Trello account, it might have actually worked a little bit better. Um, but Asana gives you the calendar view for free. So, ba-boom. Anyway, you know, especially when it comes to like planning editorial stuff, I can see like Trello right. is more of like a like a, a workflow type management mm-hmm. 
tool, I think. Whereas Asana can definitely it can definitely be adapted to like a, an editorial publication type tool. So, or yeah, at least more easily. That. That's that's just it, how it, I think. But I, we'll have to have Win on to yeah. tell us all about like why we're completely wrong about Trello and everybody should use it all the time ever. We're actually so, being it's anyway. not a sponsor. But, nope, uh, yeah. nope. This podcast not brought to you by Trello, but uh, yeah. So let's talk about the month that was, shall we? So there's two stories that we're going to hit the eject button on because you were here to talk about it, and that was the Moto Edge Plus review and the what was oh the Star Trek cruise, uh, the Star <laughs> Trek cruise. Um, I couldn't find it in my in my list there. So no, the Star Trek cruise featuring Michael Fisher, which was a really great conversation. It was really nice. Honestly, it was kind of nice to talk to Michael about something that wasn't phones because you know he's obviously very passionate about star trek as well and this is the part where i have to confess at the very beginning of the uh, of the interview when he said uh they were driving towards the boat and he he was looking out at the ship and saying there she is i had no idea what the hell he was talking about oh i did <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. And then he like turned around and said, you know, he had to explain to his Uber driver that it was from Wrath of Khan. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get that, but I had no idea what that Cause was. Because it was it, the Enterprise had just been refitted, right? Re- refit, right. Refitted, no, no, I, I get it. I get the context. I just did not recognize recognize the reference when he said it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so this is. You know, the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap is our opportunity to provide additional context to some of the stories, and that was really the only additional context that I th- felt that story really needed is that I don't know as nearly as much about Star Trek as you and Michael, Michael and that's no fine. Michael um, knows much more than me. I'm just kind of, maybe I'm in the middle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I will say I just watched the, um, I just caught uh, the last episode of Picard. Star Trek Picard, and then the first yeah. episode of, um, oh gosh, Brave, what's the... uh, Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. <laughs> I almost yes. said I almost said Brave New Worlds. <laughs> that's that's a different that's that a different would be series. a very dark Star um, Trek. Yeah, it would be a very dear, different series. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but I, I will say um, I enjoy I enjoyed both. I'm really excited about Strange New Worlds, and we can get off the Star Trek topic. But you know, it's kind of timely. They just that that's a whole new series that's that's just launching. And you know, normally about this time of the year is when I would be canceling my uh, <laughs> my Paramount Plus account. <laughs> Uh, you know, to go back to it later, uh, but you know, now they've they've given more uh, you know meat on the bone there, so I'm I'm back for another month. Paramount Plus, nice, well done, well done. Um, no, so in terms of um, Strange New Worlds, I've reached a point where I don't. I'm gonna stop watching series week by week mm-hmm. because I'm really. I have no patience for that anymore. I really don't like, you know, it's the, the TV kid in me was fine. Um, you know, the TV kid in me, in, in me thought it was fine to wait for a week. Cause that's what we had to do when we were kids. But now I'm just going to wait till all the episodes drop and then, you know, binge it all in like four days. And I'm going to be so much happier with the experience. I actually got irritated, you know, CBS, uh, Paramount, Paramount plus, um, I was watching the offer, which is the, the making mm-hmm. of the Godfather. 
And I thought it was all done. I thought they had dropped all the episodes because it was a limited series and they had like four episodes out. I'm like, oh, maybe it's four episodes. I didn't know. So I started watching it and I got to the point where they like stopped because there's no more episodes. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so uh, so I went and started watching um, Ozark and I'll finish that oh. and then I'll go back. To, Somebody uh, at work told me I should work today. Told me I should work watch Ozark, and I, I think actually that's not the only person that said that. It, it looks really good, but it's just a, uh, you know, it's I, it's different. <laughs> it's really different, and you like you see Jason Bateman in it, and you don't. It's a very non Jason Bateman yeah, kind of role. That's, but at the same right. time, it's a hundred percent Jason Bateman. <laughs> so, um, what did you think about the uh, Star Trek finale? Can I can I tell you my one my favorite part of the whole Picard, series? Picard. Yeah, uh, Picard. Yeah, sorry. Um, I will say this here. I'll, here, I'll actually say this about because I saw somebody write this and I thought it is absolutely oh, true. There's a I, first of all, here. I will say I, I really that. enjoyed most of the season. Um, you know, I I thought some of it was felt a little milk toast, half done, sort of. I did not need to sit through eight hours of Picard's daddy issues. I'll be honest. Yeah. But anyway, but the thing, but uh. I started thinking about this and I, in terms of like, I know what's going on more than some because I've been watching, especially Star Trek, the next generation. And then the films after that. And then, yeah. you know, so I, so I, but if you were watching Star Trek Picard season two and you, and I don't know why you would, <laughs> if you hadn't watched anything else, but if you, you, I mean, the things that they revealed, I mean, it would just, without any context, they, they didn't like, spend the time to tell the story like the wesley crusher part like why would will wheaton be there if you didn't if you hadn't watched the next generation he's just like a random guy like hi i'm a traveler <laughs> right I, no I, sense. I think that so i think that actually you might be overthinking it because somebody watching that show when he comes in and he's like, I'm a traveler and I want to recruit you to be a traveler, I don't think you really need any additional context of that. You know about that. Like, he kind of wrapped it up. Like, you know, well, hey, he said my I name used, used to, to be, be Wesley Crusher, too. You're like, right. Well, no, I get that? it. And that yeah. was that was for the people that have no idea who he is. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I think you, you might be overthinking that a little bit. I think it, his appearance was fine. And actually, I'll be totally honest. Like, seeing uh, Whoopi Goldberg as Guinan and Will Wheaton as Wesley Crusher, Again, was worth the eight hours of Picard oh, mommy issues. I, I mean, the last episode um, was was total just fan service at its best. Yes, um, yes, and I I very much enjoyed the fact. And it's funny because like a couple weeks ago they were talking about Picard season three and about how everybody was coming back, but not Will Wheaton. Right, <laughs> and right. like, and you know that that you know that must have been like killing him to like say. Oh, I can't say anything, but, but you know what? I'm beating all of them back. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, but, no, I so, thought that so, was delightful. So what I was talking about and what I had read, and I think this is true, is is I, uh, Star Trek Picard, that the title was uh, Star Trek Picard is a series that could only exist on Paramount+. Plus. Like, I don't Probably. think you can see it on, like, network TV. Because no. no. Yeah, which is fine. Like, and and I'm I'm glad that you know these extra I don't want to call them like extra critically or net curricular networks, but you know the stuff that's outside of like mainstream CBS can exist because Paramount Plus exists. 
Yeah. Like that that's yeah. It, it's basically I mean it's I guess it's like the analog would be like cable programming to from CBS to like, you know, it's the TBS to uh CBS main network, yeah. you know. You can you can run some of that stuff. So, yeah, but I enjoyed totally it and and uh, I'm looking forward to season 3. It was I will yeah. say though, very different um than season 1. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, like the the other thing I didn't like about it was when Q comes onto the scene, he's supposed to be this mischievous imp, right? And there was a lot less of that. Like, mm-hmm. so like Picard spent most of his time with Q saying, "Why are you doing this? Why are mm-hmm. you doing this?" And come on, Picard, have you did you not watch the series before? He never flat out tells you why he's doing things. You right, always exactly. ask, but he never tells you. So why <laughs> are you wasting your time now? Just run through whatever maze he wants you to run through, and then he will give you the treat at the end. That's right. how this works. Um, it's a very, but like, very good analogy. He was just not, he was just, I just, Q was not the mischievous little imp that he normally was. And I mean, I I liked seeing John Delancey. I know. I liked seeing John Delancey as Q. And by the way, I'm not 100% sure he's dead. I don't think they'll ever bring him back. But in my mind, in the Star Trek universe, he's not dead yet. Um, okay. because I mean, you know, cause the one dude didn't time travel with the rest of them and, and he's like, interesting. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's not dead anyway. Mm. Um, but whatchamacallit, um, I liked, I, I just, I liked the fact that he came back and I actually liked the ultimate message of Q's appearance was w- one person being valuable is enough. Right. Like, you know, this doesn't have to have cosmic implications. Maybe it can just have Picard implications. And I happen to like you. And to me, that's worth it. I like that message. I thought that was a great message. It's, it's, it's just like he said in The Next Generation. He kind of thought of him as a beloved pet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was in, like, one of the early episodes, too. Nice deep cut. Um, but anyway, um, what were we even... Talking I don't about. know. I don't were know. we talking about the Star Trek cruise? Did this all start with the Star Trek cruise? I mean, we're a quarter <laughs> done with the show, and I don't even think that we've touched on a single topic that we were supposed to, but that's okay. Because, I mean, you know, this can be about random crap. And you know what? Star Trek Picard aired all through the month of April, so mm, we right. I, I say it's free reign. And, um, and you know, also... Doubting Thomas is, sh- is where we let our hair down. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's 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 our show. We can do whatever we goddamn well want. So, <laughs> strap in, kids. We're going for a ride. Anyway, okay. So let's uh, let's. Um, you know, why don't we? I picked out a, we picked out a couple of smaller stories um, from the month that needed a little additional context. Sure. But why don't we go ahead and clear out the big stories first? The first of which was the OnePlus Ten Pro five G review with. Nick Gray, I almost said Nick Sutrick, and that would have been so terrible. Nick Gray from <laughs> Fandroid. Get all your Android news from Fandroid.com, um, with a PH, by the way. So, you did not get the OnePlus 10 Pro. I did not. Strangely enough, I mean, that seems to be the one phone that eluded your wallet this year. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think I said on the podcast you know, in the last year or so that I'm just kind of out on OnePlus right now. And it's not to say yeah. that I, at least as far as the, the, the OnePlus models that exist in, you know, for the North American market, I just, it's like, 
they don't really offer me anything that tempts me versus like a Samsung or a Pixel. They just that's just kind of how I feel about it. Like the things that I as a as a hard former hardcore OnePlus customer just aren't there. I I guess um, you know, and and that's not you, to say that because I don't think the OnePlus Ten have. Granted, I haven't used it, but it's it seems like a perfectly nice phone. It is a perfectly nice phone, and you want to know you want to hear the perfect metaphor for the OnePlus Ten Pro. So on my on my on my shelves here next to my desk, I have a basket filled with old phones that I've reviewed mm. and I've completed my reviews for. And while you were talking just now, I was kind of like rooting through the basket looking for the OnePlus 10 Pro among the sea of other phones that are in here, and mm-hmm. I can't find it. <laughs> and I mean, that is the perfect metaphor for the OnePlus 10 Pro. It's another, it's, you know yeah. what, I don't know if you recall this, but like back in my early days of like tech commentary, I came up with the hashtag Yap, Y-A-A-P, yet another Android phone. I did not. The OnePlus 10 Pro is yet another Android phone. Although, actually, in this case, it could be called a YAF because it's yet another Android flagship um, (laughs) as opposed to just like... Yeah, a YAF is what we're going with. Um, Oh, wait, I found it. It wasn't in that basket. That's why I I couldn't find it. So, um, yeah, so I've got the the sandstone cover on it still. Um, I know uh, Nick... Nick was really enjoying the camera, like the pseudo camera cover that came with it. It's too slippery for me. Like this actually mm-hmm. gives it some grip. So it doesn't like I legit almost dropped this phone several times because of how slippery that case was. Um, but uh, did you have any questions about the OnePlus 10 Pro? Granted, this is like four phones ago for me. So if you <laughs> I was I was just curious, like, is there anything that we didn't cover in the review that maybe you might have here's, additional? Here's a good question, about? I think. Okay. okay. So say you were traveling, you know, for digital trends again, like like you did a, uh, like a month ago and yeah. you had a, the Pixel 6, the S22 Ultra and the OnePlus 10. Um, okay. Would there be a reason for you to pick the OnePlus 10 over those others as a phone for you to travel with outside hmm. of the quick charging? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay, so the OnePlus 10 Pro is still the only phone that I can see the 120 hertz on, and I don't know mm. why that is. It's something about, it's got to be something about the software. You know, I think it's just the way they implement their animations in the mm-hmm. OnePlus 10 Pro that makes it a little bit smoother than... Like, I think a lot of manufacturers, when they're doing animations, they just want to get the animations out of the way as fast as possible. Right. Like, zoop, there you go. And as opposed to, like, I think OnePlus is very deliberate about their animations so that you can see how smooth they are. So, like, when I move my hand up and down like this, you know, you can see how smooth it is. But if I just go, like, zoop, you know, you yeah. can't really see that. It's just, it's fast, which is great, but as opposed to like just a very smooth and flowy kind of motion. This is a terrible metaphor, especially for people listening to this podcast. Especially with your blurry so, hand. No, I'm just kidding. Right. The the hand that keeps coming out, in and out of blurriness. Um, well, but, which is, uh, it's funny that you say yeah. that, though, because I've, I've heard uh, at least one other person hypothesize that the reason that with, um, with Oxygen OS pre the color OS rendition of it the reason that it felt so fast is because they didn't use as many frames 
in the animations. Mm. Now that was completely conjecture, but it's just funny that you're basically saying the exact opposite that they're actually I adding think I'm an additional. The exact opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, especially the, the part where I see it most is in the notification shade. When I'm pulling down the notification shade, I really see that I'm moving it as opposed to just like, you know, I pull it down just a little bit and it kind of shoots down to the bottom, you know. And I, I think that is why I see it there and I don't see it with any other phone because I don't think any other phone manufacturer goes into that much detail. Like, the only other phone manufacturer that I think would ever go into that much detail would be, like, Google. Like, Or if, like, um, Apple you know, did... Or if Apple did an Android phone, honestly. Or, or yeah, if Apple did an Android phone. But, I mean, like, even on the, uh, the iPhone 13 Pro, though, I don't see the 120 hertz animation. Oh. But... But then again, with uh, with the Apple, with Apple, there's no notification shade at all. So right, yeah, you're um, I don't know. Dropping into the I don't know. It, I I just can't put my finger on it. But again, and still, I don't care. But <laughs> I can see it. And so, like, um, by the way, I'm I'm kidding with the subtitle here. The One Plus Ten. No, it's fine. Um, right, but uh, but no, it's it's a fine phone, like you said. But I think it's like yet another Android flagship. There's nothing that really makes right. it stand out, as, except except for that incredibly fast charging, which is I, I gotta admit, I did not realize how nice that was at the beginning. But it is nice. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is really nice. I agree. I mean, I've only had the 65 watt charging, but it was. Very that's, nice. That's all this sure. has. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because it was the, it's outside of the U.S. that it has the higher right. 80. spec. Yeah. It it is it is a game changer if you're not used to it, especially if you come from like um, you know, something like a Moto G where all you're stuck with, you know, like like 15 watt charging or 20. Or, yeah. Right. Um, you know, I I've just been thinking what frustrates me right now about OnePlus, and and I I won't go on a long long tangent about this, but you have. <laughs> You know, Realme, which I think we both said kind of basically is what OnePlus used to be. And then you have Oppo, who I guess maybe takes that upper premium tier. Maybe mm-hmm. just that one. I mean, they do also have mid-range and, and lower-priced phones. But what I, what I don't get is, right, like, Oppo also partners with Hasselblad. And it seems like Oppo just gets all the camera love. I mean, I, I hear mm. I, I hear so much praise from people who have used them with the the Find series, uh, especially the three and and five, of how great their cameras are. And I mean, I'm not saying that the camera on the OnePlus 10 Pro is bad. I mean, I haven't used it, but I've also not heard like effusive praise like I have with Oppos. And I'm just like, why why does OnePlus exist? You know, I mean, maybe in the United to States just bring a phone to the American market. I mean. Sure. I mean, that's about. I'm, yeah. That's kind of a sad reason. <laughs> it is. It it definitely is. Um. But yeah, you're right. There's just there's, you know, and the same thing came up with the OnePlus Nord uh, N20 that I did. You know, the question yeah. that I asked was, "Where's the OnePlus?" Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of OnePlus character in these phones, except for like you know the fast and smooth. I guess if you want to call it that, but. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's hard to pin pin down except that OnePlus is now kind of a relatively forgettable brand. Well, like, there's with, nothing right. really that stands out about it except for the charging. 
Right. At least with the, you know, with the, uh, with, I'm sorry, with the, um, the Nord N20 5G exclusive to T-Mobile until sometime later this year. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you know, for our, for our market, I mean, I, I feel like that phone at least offers a visual identity that's different, even if it does borrow from, you know, other manufacturers sure. with some of the elements, but it all comes together into something that I feel like is, is pretty distinctive. And then it, and then it does offer you a lot of value as long as you don't need a, a great camera, because I mean, essentially the same hardware is in the Moto G stylus 5G, the 2022 version that was just released. Uh, that same 695 processor. It does have two gigabyte, two gigabytes more of RAM, but it's $500. Right versus right. you know where two hundred eighty two on right on exactly the, yeah and we I mean that oh, yeah. that's a whole different conversation about Moto's pricing and things like that too being ridiculous but just right. to show you like I mean for what you get I, it seems like the N twenty actually to me is I, that phone to me is a more appealing phone than the One Plus Ten Pro for what it is like if sure. I was I could see myself actually buying that phone if I was in the market for a phone at about that price range anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, it's fine. It, like I said, it, it's a fine phone, and if you buy it, you'll be more than happy with it. Uh, it's just, it's just, there's nothing really particularly right. stand out about it except for that charging. Like the charging right. is really the headline, which is kind of a boring headline to be honest. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, another another top story that we did this week was a show that I did, speaking of the All About Android podcast, was a show that I did with um, Jason Howell. Now, this is actually a show that I recorded back in November that it was it was part of the Behind the Curtain series. Oh. You know, yeah. and I, I think I've got one more of those left, so I actually need to start, like, figuring out what else to talk about. Well, you had that in the can for a while. I did. I did have that in the can for a while. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about, and and the one impression that I got, like my biggest, um, the biggest takeaway that I got from that was that podcasts, I hate to say this, are disposable content. <laughs> like you, you put out a podcast and now there are certain exceptions to this rule, which I will talk about in a moment, but for a show like the benefit of the doubt or like the all about Android podcast or like most arguably of the podcasts that you listen to in this field that are very news based, they are disposable content. So you're going to listen to them once, you're going to move on, and you're not going to worry too much about what happened. Now, the exception to that rule in podcasts in general, and I won't say some pod, some tech podcasts do this, but not a lot. But the exception to that rule, two exceptions, actually. One is the limited series podcast, hmm. which is a show about a given topic that takes eight to 10 episodes to explore that topic. That's the kind of thing. I mean, that in and of itself is kind of a disposable content because, you know, chances are anybody's only ever going to listen to that once and move on. Right. But the other type of podcast, which is the elusive unicorn of the tech podcast world, which I would, I would, kill to have a podcast like this but the evergreen podcast 
And that's the type of podcast like Stuff You Should Know. Um, mm. Like uh, a new podcast that I just started listening to called Acquired. Where um, and, and basically, I'll, I think a lot of I, I've talked about stuff you should know a lot. So I'll talk about acquired in this particular case. Um, acquired is two financiers. I think one is an angel investor for startups, and the other one is like a venture capitalist or something like that. And basically, they're two you know pretty cool, pretty cool guys. They're in their tenth season. And it's funny, I listened to, just just for kicks, I went back and listened to the very first episode. It was the same two guys, but they were holding microphones. They didn't even have microphone <laughs> stands. And, like, this is all, like, pre-pandemic and everything. And then I've listened to shows since then, and they have vastly improved their quality of their content. But basically what they do is they take one acquisition in, from the business world and break it down the history of the company leading up to the acquisition hmm. what led to the acquisition what steps were part of the acquisition and like the overall effects of the acquisition uh they give it a grade like a score like did it work did it not work and then they actually kind of hypothesize like what would have happened had the company not been acquired so it's interesting, and it's, sometimes it's very long-winded. I just listened to the DoorDash episode that was, I kid you not, three hours and 45 minutes long. Holy crap. And I put this podcast on when I was driving to Great America this past weekend because, you know, I'm like, oh, DoorDash, that's fun. I'll listen to that. I know DoorDash. And after we got to Great America, I stopped it, and we went and did our thing, and then we got back in the car, and I put it back <laughs> like, on. three hours left. <laughs> Well, no, no. I had to drive from Great America, which is in Gurney, Illinois. And if you look at a map, you'll see how ridiculously stupid this is. But we had a, one of my daughter's friends who lives in Rockford, Illinois, which from Gurney is an hour and a half to Rockford, oh. um, where I have to like drive past my house to get to it. And then another 45 minutes back to my house. So all told, I was in the car for like three hours. And I just finished the episode, like, as I got back to my house. And I'm like, but we were, like, in Rockford. And I'm like, how the hell am I still listening about DoorDash? What's going on here? And that's when I looked at the runtime. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> what, what what am I doing? Um, but Secret, no, so I listened. Uh, just, just as an aside, I, yeah. I think we've talked before about um, how slowing it down podcast just to, like, point, even, like, point eight, if you're if you've got that scale where it starts at one yeah 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 makes everybody sound like they're drunk yes it's hilarious. have you ever because I, I listen to mine when i'm in the car at 1.2 and okay. can i tell you how funny our music sounds at 1.2 no it sounds like everybody's coked up that's awesome that's awesome and then no and then for the benefit of the down specifically where it has the old 80s dun 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 the bongos sound like the guys, like, it would look like a, bir a, a bird's wing, like a hummingbird. <laughs> it would be playing <laughs> so fast. So, That's so awesome. Silly. No, anyway. I don't listen to... I should listen to podcasts at 1.2. Honestly, for how often I listen to podcasts, I really should, just because I could make more out of my day. Um, but, no, I listen at, at standard speed. But, uh, but, no, so, like, evergreen podcasts are... I guess they're equally disposable in that you'll probably only listen to them once. But one of the nice things about an evergreen podcast is you can pick it up 
anytime you want, and mm. it does not matter. Like, you know, a, a, a podcast about the DoorDash acquisition, which, by the way, I don't even think they got acquired. I think they made acquisitions. I don't... But anyway. Oh. That would a make podcast about... A podcast about DoorDash is going to be just as relevant five years from now as it is today, as it was like two years ago, I think, when they first recorded it. So, I mean, like, that is that to me is like the unicorn of the podcasting world hmm. is to find good evergreen content that's interesting, that can be well researched, and that people will actually like get something out of. You know what's so what's I, really great about I dig that. Yeah, I do too. I, and what's also great about that from like the podcast producing producing side of it is that. If for some reason you go on a hiatus, and I see this all the time with stuff you should mm-hmm. know, and and that there's just a whole series around that same, uh, I, I guess it's iHeartRadio, but um, all around that you can you front know load series. your podcasts, right? Exactly. You you could just uh, they'll just call it classic and play it, and for most people, it's oh. probably still new to them. Oh yeah, that too. That too. So yeah, you're talking about how you can yeah because stuff you should know does the selects. Which yes. I never yes. listen to. I always skip past them. But, um, but yeah. So you can do like older episodes that are still relevant from like four or five years ago. There's right. a decent chance that someone listening to it hasn't heard it. Actually, for stuff you should know, exactly. I probably have. But that's why I usually skip them. But, uh, but yeah, you can do that. And um, what I was gonna, where I thought you were going with it, is you can front load your podcast. You can record like if your normal oh, recording yeah, schedule. If your normal recording schedule is like maybe like you know you record like three episodes a week, you could do like four episodes a week for a month, and then you have like a month worth of content that you can, you know that you can, or you have two weeks worth of content that you can put out for you know while you go on vacation or something like right. that. So, right, but yeah, you you're right. What? What are we doing? The is a special oh. Presentation of the oh, of the that music. Podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's so fast. <laughs> that is that is super fast. Wow, I didn't even think about it. The star okay. is like anyway. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no. no, yeah, totally. Just, that I'll is... be in my car listening to it. It, it. Yeah, sometimes I do leave and listen to stuff that I've been on just because I I like hearing how the audio sounds. And it just oh, yeah. it, it makes yeah. me chuckle every time I hear that sped up. That's funny. That's good. That's good stuff. But anyway, so, you know, that was the one thing that I kind of took away from it. And if I'm if I'm a little bit honest, I've been tempted to kind of like not mm. be so damn picky because <laughs> like I'm super picky. Like I will I will let things go every now and then, especially if I'm like in the QA listening phase of something like, you know, um, the other day, I, 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 it wasn't this week. It was the week before, I think. I said something that was blatantly wrong, and I <laughs> thought about fixing it, and I'm like, screw it. People know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so, like, and, and I'll admit, like, this past episode with, with Miriam, uh, with the OnePlus Nord N20, it was 46 minutes long, and I was tempted like the full interview was 46 minutes long and I was tempted to not do a cut interview because you know like for patrons we do right. the full interview and then mm-hmm. we do the cut interview and I was tempted to not do a cut interview I was tempted to just dump it and go because it's Mother's Day weekend this weekend and or it was Mother's Day weekend this weekend and we had a house to clean we had both of our moms coming over it was crazy busy and I had a 
a hell of a week before that. So like I just did not have time. And so I was tempted to just dump it and run and like hope for the best, basically. Um, honestly, for this podcast that we're recording now, it's supposed to come out tomorrow morning. I may <laughs> just put these podcasts, these tracks together, dump it and run and pray that everything sounds good. Um, but we'll see. Like so far, I think it's been okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, I will there's tell you, been I, a I did of... bump the, uh, the, the mic stand accidentally at one point, but yeah. I don't think that's any big deal. Yeah. So, and, and there's something anyway, to say I mean, too, like, like I, oh, go ahead, yeah, <laughs> we'll leave that in too. And there's something to say to me for, um, as a listener, sometimes it's interesting to hear. I mean, in the same way that it's interesting to watch, I'm sure for, um, for somebody that's watching this live to sort of see the 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 naked, you know, non photoshopped, you know, version of, of uh, the cover of the magazine, so to speak. You're getting the raw deal. You're getting the, you know, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and that's the other thing is these top stories that we do that publish to the YouTube channel are right basically dumped and run. They're not mm-hmm. edited. You know, I I don't have edit. I don't do any editing for that. Like there may come a time, and you know, we've talked about this off air where we might record like two or three or four like yeah. tech yas or something mm-hmm. like that, and probably something like that. I will download and edit just to edit for length just to like cut out the various segments because it might be easier than just starting up a new damn room every 20 minutes um but so i might do that i don't know but yeah the stuff that you're seeing on youtube is unedited it is it is dumped a dump and run basically dump is such an attractive word i just it is it really is um so I mean it is like that. So it 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 could turn out that you we might get that more, but I don't know. I I I just it's not that much of a problem to just listen through once. Like it's no. not that big of a deal, but I I you know, I've had times when an hour long podcast will take me like 4 hours to edit just because like, you know, you have to cut it and go back and make sure the cut sounds okay and then let it play and then hear something else and cut it and go back and then, you know, and then sometimes you like lose your focus and you're like, what were we just talking about? What did I just miss for the last five minutes? You got to go back and listen to that. So I think, um, I, I think what makes it easier for, you know, Jason and that team over there is, well, it, there's like, there's two things, right? The first makes it harder producers. because they have three people typically. Right. Well, but they have a producer, yeah. mm-hmm. which they have two. So producers. he's able to. Huh? They have two producers. Oh, they do! Wow. Yeah, they've got. Um, shoot, I forgot their names. There's like two producers, and like the running joke is that they're both the same person, but they're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't remember what their names are. So though. a lot of that's shoot, not necessarily terrible. edited, but at least it's a, it's a, because to me, like I think. You know, even if, if even if I was going to do what you were discussing and just you know dump this in, I would and, and just let it go. I would still at least like go in and and balance the audio, make sure that like one person's oh, yeah, levels definitely. and stuff aren't you know higher than the other. Yeah. And then, and actually, one thing I think we should do, <laughs> whether this makes it to the podcast or not, I think we should run a low, a low pass filter on the uh, on the intro music, not for necessarily this but for your regular podcast for the regular benefit of the doubt because there's you think it's basic, so you think it's it's shrieky it's way too bassy oh well that would not be a low pass that that's a high, high pass, pass filter, filter then okay right you think it's bassy is oh, that like at least in my, in the it, car you know it's not bad in my headphones but in my car 
in your the car. difference between yeah. the voice and 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 the music is whoa. It's like hmm. it's not louder. Okay. It's just it about blows my speakers out. And I think it's I would probably really? just yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's it's pretty it's pretty bassy, and it's weird. I don't know if I, that could just be the okay. tuning of my speakers in my car too. Like maybe it you could. Know. Well, you know what i I never listen to anything through my car speakers because I always have earbuds. Right. Um. So yeah, I I, I wouldn't know, but like I, no, you're right though. I mean, a, a good podcast producer should listen to their podcast in as many places as possible to you know get a sense as to how other other people are listening to it. So if your intention was to call me out as being a bad producer mission accomplished no i'm just messing with you uh, no, but that is true like i mean <laughs> but you know you don't drive in your car that much anymore except to just like take no. kids to school and stuff and so right i yeah i get it and i mean honestly i feel like i mean i do drive to fedex every now and then and send you stuff <laughs> spoiler alert anyway yeah. uh <laughs> very excited but, i am uh, excited yeah. No, yeah, no, it's it's fun. I think you're gonna like both of those things. So, uh, coming soon to a tech yeah near you. Yeah. But, um, all right. Um, I mean, we're at 45 minutes. I, I think we we're good. Just, I think we could just call this one right. Yeah. Like, there was some stories that I wanted to talk about, and like, let's just do like a like a lightning round here. I think we had like, what three stories it was. So yeah, the first one was the death of the birth and death of CNN Plus because it happened. In the, <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. In the same month, I mean, and you know, I I legitimately feel bad for the people that worked on oh, that I because do too. like they put a you know just launching a podcast is like four weeks of work. You know, launching a TV show, a twenty four hour. TV service, like they hired new talent, and like, oh man, I, I feel legitimately bad because that was a crap ton of work for zero return. Uh, absolutely, and and I, you know, I laugh, but I laugh because to me, I, no, I thought nothing could home. ever beat the Quibi like life cycle, and then they just they just smashed it. With they out palm to palm. I mean, it was it was crazy. <laughs> Golly. Um, all right, so what else? Uh, so Apple is letting reader apps like Kindle and Netflix and Spotify link to their own sites. This is only significant in that if you were if you were a brand new user to Kindle, Netflix, or Spotify, and let's just think about those three names for a minute. If you're a brand new user to Kindle, Netflix, and Spotify, welcome to Earth. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> but now you can link to now Apple is allowing those services to link to their home website so you can actually create an account and not have to pay Apple the 30% Apple tax. Right. And that must have pissed Tim Sweeney off to no end. And just, you know, honestly, like, so the, the first mission statement on the Benefit of a Doubt podcast is Facebook is a crappy company run by terrible people. I think the second mission statement for the Benefit of a Doubt podcast is tracking all the different ways that Tim Sweeney gets pissed off <laughs> because man that guy is just woo anyway and then finally yeah this was a big story from wise about how there was a, a vulnerability in the wise cam 
the, like the one of the original wise cams and actually the two follow-ups that mm-hmm. came after it where there was a security vulnerability that like okay and, and it's the same caveat they have to be on your wi-fi but they can like trigger their camera to start recording remotely and talk through it and the, they knew about this for three years, three years and nobody exactly. did anything the security company that found it could didn't do anything wise didn't do anything it was just it was just a breakdown of colossal proportions and like john velasco who i used to work with at digital trends before he moved over to spy.com was a huge proponent of wise cams because they were so cheap they were 30 bucks yeah. and they're and, and they're like you decently could, good for what they are they're not just cheap in terms right of the, yeah the they were, quality of the video and services totally and, yeah totally so they were like super cheap and they were kind of decent and um he loved them and damn dude <laughs> so yeah um you know it, i i don't think there's yeah i don't think there's really more that we need to say about those i, I will just say that you know it really makes me think twice about buying any connected wise stuff like probably not as probably not like the smartwatch because i mean it's a different thing yeah, but like, but something that's just like constantly connected, like like a you know as a as a home accessory, you know that's 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 I mean, yes, you're behind my network, but still, I mean, you know, in terms of like yeah that that security, but it's it's scary, and just it just is. just it the really fact is. that they just ignored it, they for just three years it. until they were called out on it. That's just bad. Yeah. And you know, we reviewed the Wise Watch on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's another potential vulnerability somewhere in there, maybe. But yeah, it's just like, so I don't question constantly connected devices. What I do question are cheap, constantly, constantly connected (laughs) devices. Because, you know, if you're paying, you know, $250 for a connected doorbell, that's going to be supported. You know, right. that's that's part of the cost of the of the device or, or the subscription, if there is one, is to, you know, support it. And actually, I think Wise Camera does have a subscription, which makes it even ickier. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, not cool, Wise. Very, very not cool. No cookie for you. <laughs> well, as circling back real quick to, um, to to our first story, I will say... Specifically, I'm referring to Michael Fisher going on a Star Trek cruise. I okay. mean, my my main takeaway from that because we kind of went off on a tangent and never really wrapped it up. But I mean, I just want to oh, go we on did, one. Yeah. I mean, it just sounded like yeah. so much fun for someone like me or or you. Even like I know you're not quite as big a Trekkie as I am, but I still think I would enjoy something yeah. like that. My wife would hate every second of it, but I would enjoy it. To be totally honest, right. but I'm willing to make that sacrifice so that you know I don't. Well, she might like booze, and there's booze there, and that could. Take she care might. Of she might. It depend. It would depend on what kind of wine they had. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah, something. But anyway, she could try Romulan ale. That's really just blue, blue, color dye and like <laughs> a Shiraz. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> a Chardonnay. That's better. That feels more. Did wifey. you? Did I interrupt your thought, or did you finish your thought, or? No, that's it. Oh, that was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, I thought there was going to be more of a oh. more of a more of a thing there, but that's okay. You expect too much. Uh, from no, me. it was, it was fun. It, the I I think that would be the type of thing that would be fun, but at the same time, like you know, Chicago had a Stargate convention for years and years and years, and I never went. Like I don't do like nerd fandoms that much. Because it's like, yes, 
I'm a very private nerd. I think what it boils down <laughs> to is I don't necessarily need to revel in my yeah. nerdiness like with thousands of other people. Like I'm good. Like I can be a nerd with you. I could be a nerd like at a uh, at a even like a product launch or something like that. I can be I can be a nerd among nerds there definitely. But when it comes to like just celebrating that nerd nerdinum, I don't know. I I I don't think that's really my vibe. Honestly, yeah. To me, like. I hate to say this because I think I'm kind of the same way. I never pictured myself being one of those, you know, a, a, a convention guy. Because to me, in my mind, I always put them in the same category as the people that, like, make their own armor for LARPing. Right. And it's like a cardboard box and, like, a cardboard sword. Right. And, and they're hitting people, like... <laughs> but, I mean, that actually could be kind of fun, too. But, like, but I yeah, but I wouldn't be I, seen in public doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's like small doses fun. Like yeah, right. I can see like going to like a workshop for like a couple of hours and maybe like doing something like that, but I don't think I would like want to do it for an entire weekend. And uh, by the way, I should also mention that I have within the last 18 months actively shopped for Stargate um clothing. Yes. Like, like, uh, the, like, uh, patches to like put onto a black jacket to like replicate one of the Stargate uniforms from the show. I did do that, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it because I needed a new jacket, and so I just figured that might be a fun little thing. I want to see. Know? Um, so, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Um, but he is the co-host of the uh, of Florence Ion's podcast, Material. And I'll tell you his name in just a second. Cause it, oh, he, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, We can just edit this part out here. Uh, da, 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 da. No, we can't. I'm, I'm dumping and running this. So <laughs> uh, Andy just... Anako, I believe, is his name. Yeah, that's I the actually, one. That just yep. came off the top of my head there. But I believe... Good for you. Yeah. Um, he. I remember him talking about this year going to, I think it was uh, the opera, if I remember correctly, in New York. It might have been okay. like the New York Metropolitan. Anyway. And uh, seeing someone dressed as a Klingon? No. So no. <laughs> I guess the thing to do is when you go at, I think it's a New Year's thing, everybody dresses up in some sort of like, or a lot of people dress up in costume. Oh, And fun. so okay. he's, I haven't seen the pictures of it, but I'm, I want to go find this now. He he was able to blend um, like a Mando costume. In fact, I think it was actually Bo, Boda Fett. But also made it look like a dapper, like tuxedo-ish kind of thing. And apparently, so you would see it, and you would, if you were a Star Wars fan, you would recognize that. Oh, he's a Mandalorian, right? But mm-hmm. he also made it look fashionable. So apparently, that's possible. Um, so, well, you're you guess what I just found. What's that? And uh, I did a Google image search. Give me a second. Uh, Let me see if I can share this, if I can remember how and, to and share And while you're this, doing but... that, I will say that, you know, part of it, too, is, and I think this is why you're kind of like me and going, hmm, well, maybe I, I would. So, you know what? Let me, before I share this, I'm just going to make this window all by itself so that I don't share any, like, confidential tabs or anything. <laughs> but so I think once your... I hit, like, yeah. 40... I stopped caring so much. I'm not, I've never been really some that someone that really cares about what people think of me that much anyway, but now I really don't okay. care. Ah, that the you're talking about? There it is. Yes. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, that is uh 
That is kind of impressive. And you know, it's not blatantly Boba Fett either. Like, right, right. You know, Just... there's there's the the visor at the top, and I think the uh, the bracers kind of like sell it a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's, that's very impressive. not bad. And yeah, well, my memory was pretty good. It was the Metropolitan Opera. It was well done. Well <laughs> done on that. Uh, sometimes I remember random things. You just you know. All right. So I'm gonna pop that down. But um, all right, great. That was great for the audio audience. I really appreciate you bringing. They that loved up. that part. But it, you they love to did. see it. They did. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap things up then. Even you know, even though we only talked about like half the stories we wanted to talk about, that's <laughs> fine. We're an hour in, so it's time to. Uh, Go ahead and close things out. So how do I normally end these things? I don't normally do the whole spiel, right? We just usually just say, you know, thanks for listening and uh, giving us the benefit of doubt, right? That's all we do? I think that's right. I think? Cool. Well, I just did that. So 